Huge. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 14 of the First Person Creator Showcase podcast, a podcast in which I interview all different kinds of FPS content creators, no matter how big, how small. If you're interesting, you're on my show. It's as simple as that. Sorry, I just fucking belted my mic, uppercut that shit, because I am all over my chair, because I'm just... I'm just a fucking, I'm like a child, I can't sit still, I will sit still until it's time to fucking do the show, and then I'll just jump around like an absolute idiot trying to get comfortable, alright, so, you're probably wondering, Ozzy, where the fuck's the podcast been, hey, I, I'd like to apologise, for those that like to tune in live, uh, we were scheduled to do this on Saturday, and um, I kind of, don't know what, I don't know what happened, but my audio was just not working, because I'm doing audio networking and because like I have a dual PC set up and there's like all this network stuff. So like my gaming PC streams audio to my uh, stream PC and vice versa. For some reason, it just wasn't working. I don't know what the hell was going on. And poor Moose here was sitting, waiting very, very patiently. And then I was like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry, this, this can't happen today. And I was very annoyed at that. And I'm sure he was too. So I have to apologize to him for that. But luckily, we've rescheduled. We got oh, I, also fun little fact: literally ten minutes after we rescheduled, it fucking started working. Get it out of nowhere. I don't know what happened. It did my head in. But we're here. We're here. Um, <laughs> we're here. oh, it's just frustrating, man. I just want one day where just everything works. That would be that'd be a dream come true, but hey, it, it, this is fucking, this is podcasting, this is dual PC setup and audio networking, it ain't ever gonna work properly, all right, that's just the thick of it. Today, I'm joined by, we have, well, I'm joined by a Battlefield creator, which I haven't had on in quite a while, I think the last Battlefield creator I had on was Trigger, back in like episode, I think it was like number six, maybe? Anyway, I'm joined by someone I've been following on Twitter for quite a long time now, and a bit of vice versa as well. Everyone give a warm welcome to Moose, Moose FPS. How you going, buddy? Hello, thank you for the welcome. I'm uh, doing good. It's a nice, thick European accent you got there. Where are you from, man? <laughs> Belgium, so... Uh, Belgium. There might be a little bit of German accent, French accent, Dutch, Flemish, uh, the whole mix. Maybe you're the, the culprit because I have like a little like a heat map of people that have downloaded my podcast on my RSS feed. I can look at the little map and there's there's a little red spot in Belgium. So maybe you're the culprit. Am I right or wrong there? Are you listening to the show, buddy? And by the way, if you say no, I'm going to kick you off. <laughs> I'm afraid I have to say no. No! Hey, well, I've got some listeners in Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. For real. All right, man. Tell me a bit about yourself. What do you like to play? Obviously, it's Battlefield. So, what is your preferred Battlefield to play at the moment? What kind of content do you do? This is your chance to just, just say some shit, get some words out. Tell me about Moose. So, <laughs> right now, I'm uh, stuck playing Battlefield 2042. Um, I'm sorry. Posting some uh, aim clips since I got my Skype at. Um, trying to get active in streaming again if my PC doesn't want to kill itself every 10 minutes. Oh, um, same. <laughs> same. So, um, in the meantime, I'll just try to stream when I can for two people. I don't care. Um, and hoping my PC doesn't blow up. 
Hey, there's nothing and, wrong uh, with streaming to two people. That's the whole point of this podcast, remember? That's how, how big or small. Everyone's on. That's how everyone, everyone gets a piece of the pie. Exactly. Right. But you, you can find me uh, <laughs> talking shit about dice and their incompetence of uh, making video games on Twitter a lot. <laughs> That's... <laughs> We have we could say up, some uh, words about dice. We really could. Oh, is we, it dice or EA? Do you reckon? Uh, both. Both. I'm All the focus on dice mainly. The OG like dice devs that made the great Battlefield games, like three, Bad Company, four. They're all gone. They're all gone. They're all gone. It's just corporate yes men, brown nose, and cunts that are in charge now. Dice. So you just get whatever and, EA says. Yeah. New devs. And you have drunk C. Like the only dev. I think most of the uh, uh, community has still respect for. Because he's doing ev- everything he can. Who's this? Sorry? Uh, drunk C. Used to be a, a professional Battlefield player. Imagine. Oh. Professional Battlefield player. Wow. Someone who actually knows how to play Battlefield knows what Battlefield's all about on the team. Yeah. Wow. Take notes, Infinity Ward, Activision. Take fucking notes. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> that's that's what I think more companies should do. Get people that have played the game. Get people that know your game to work on your game. And that's how you get a great game. Because it's made out of passion. I've been through this argument a lot of times. Not an argument. I've just I've hammered this point so much. Games are about money now. Not about passion. They're about making as much money as possible in the shortest amount of time with the least amount of effort. And it's a really sad it's a really sad state. And that was I've I've complained so much about Modern Warfare 2. I'm fucking not doing it tonight. Alright. I'm I'm done complaining about that game on this podcast. So now I'm gonna complain about Battlefield 2042 instead with my friend Moose. That's the, yeah. <laughs> we have a new <laughs> we, fucking, some more we have a new tree to you. pick. New branch to pick the fruit off. So, Battlefield 2042. For those listening, you all know that's been an absolute disaster. It was it it released as a disaster, and now they're just on they're on like cleanup duty, trying to salvage what they can out of the game. It's been met with just the. It's basically the worst battlefield of all time. I I don't think anyone can disagree on that one. Five was pretty fucking close, but 2042. Is just an absolute disaster and a flop, and just a bitter disappointment. Really, I remember when it was due to like when it was, the trailer came out. Me and my OG Battlefield boys, we were so keen. We we're like, "Fuck Vanguard! We're not playing Call of Duty. We're back on the Battlefield train." And then it came. We did the beta, and we're like, "Oh my god, this game is like a month away from being released, and this is the state it's in." And then it released, and yeah, played for about two days. It was like, wow. That shit. Anyway, that's a little brief rundown on 2042. So, Moose, I want to, I want you to give me your thoughts on the game. It's an absolute disaster. It still is. Uh, we're like one year and four months into the game's life cycle. I, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised how they fucked up this big after Battlefield Five. It's uh, absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, uh, you discover new bugs and glitches every day in 2042. I've 350 hours played right now, and there's 
every day I discover something new that's wrong with the game. It, so. I, yeah, it's just a bottomless pit of failure, honestly. That's what it feels like. It's... I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's, it's just sad how like, we all give our feedback after Battlefield 5, like, uh, maps are okay. <laughs> Gunplay <laughs> was fine until you change the 3TK three times. They changed it three times. Three times. Um, Jesus. The ga- Talk about inconsistency. The game had no, uh, yeah. The game had no anti-cheats. Which like, makes it kind of unplayable to this day. Like even when you go back right now, you spend twenty minutes server hopping until you find a server with at least one cheater that is not blatant rage hacking. <laughs> this Battlefield um, Five, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then comes twenty forty two. On the corner, like we get the beta, and we're all like, mm, yeah, you know, it's. It's okay, I guess, but it needs a lot more work. Um, because, like, we only had one map in the beta. Um, uh-huh. Orbital, instead of, like, the usual two maps. Um, in Belfort 5, it was Narvik and Rotterdam. Um, but then only one map, then you start thinking, are they ready? Like, they already delayed Battlefield 5. Yeah. Let's let's just wait and see what they do. And then a few days later they say we're delaying the game because it needs some it needs some more polishing. I think that's the words they used. It needs some more polishing. Oh. oh. We were like, yeah, okay, let's just play another month hey? of uh, Battlefield 5, I guess. And uh, then the game released. Was in a game release in a week where I had pre exams for uni, so I couldn't play. But I, I was watching uh, Ender's Tomb for like 24 hours. I think he did. And I was like, this game is not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I watched two hours before the exam, and I was like, ah, this, there's something wrong with this. Um, I And the thing we complained the most about, like, to this day, is uh, how broken the mouse input is. It was broken in the beta. It's still broken to this day, even though they said five times in the patch notes, we fixed the mouse inputs. <laughs> no, Did you they? didn't. Nope. No, they didn't. It's, uh, it's slightly better every time, but it's still not what it should be. Yeah. I know it's... a. L- like, I know it's a little bit better now because I think it was last week I had a bit of spare time and I was bored. I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to reinstall Battlefield 2042. And, and I'm going to be completely honest, played for about an hour and a half and I actually didn't have a bad time. I was like, yeah, this is pretty fun. I mean, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm just doing stuff. You know, I haven't been playing much FPS lately, but hey, my aim's still there. I'm still pretty fucking good at it. But it, I know it feels a lot better than it did on launch, but however, like there's still that bit of mouse import delay where it's like this still doesn't quite feel right. It's it feels inconsistent. Like I'll do a snap and it'll feel okay, 
and then I'll do what I feel like is a, the same snap except a different outcome. And it's just like, what, what the fuck's going on? Feels wrong. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, the same problem is on the controller. So it's not only the mouse input, it's controller input as well. So, as Diaclaw says take... in the chat, it um, feels like smoking concrete. Don't know what that means, but Diaclaw is a no aim assist controller player. So if there's going to be any controller input delay, he's going to know about it. He hasn't got aim assist to kind of negate that delay and auto correct for him. So it's all just it, raw. Even aim assist is broken, <laughs> actually. Like overpowered or underpowered? Because I actually have no, no idea. It's it, it doesn't work. Like it's sometimes it's way too strong, and it throws off people's aim. If that's what I remember correctly, and like there's so many controller plays I know that just turn aim assist off because it's it's making you worse at the game. Wow. It's, not that it's overpowered. Like it's. There is no rotational aim assist, but like, yeah, it, that's that's know, actually yeah. fucking crazy, because you think a triple A game like a triple A FPS game that comes out in twenty twenty one at the time would be super emphasize emphasis on aim assist and controller. I think they mean look at Call of Duty it, it, and Apex Legends. You know, it's all about aim assist now. But you think Battlefield jump on that train too? But they've even they couldn't get aim assist right. Like, well, they fucked up that bad. Well, there is something like the zoom snap, which if you aim like close to a person, it like it snaps to center of the chest. Um, like, snap like on shit. even, yeah. I know controller players who like turn that shit off in Battlefield 5. Wow. Um, yeah, why? Oh, also because, like, in, on console comp in Battlefield 5, it was not allowed to have aim assist. So the server setting, it was turned off. So you you had to get good with the, with the sticks without aim assist. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, at that point, just switch the keyboard and mouse. Fuck controller. All the homies hate controller. Except for Dyer. I mean, if you're not playing aim assist, you're a Chad. Uh, real quick, just want to give a shout out to XP Charlie's for that 15-month fucking resub. 15 months! And if that's who I think it is, because he changes his name every week, if that's the OG Gilly, fellow Belgium citizen, hey, the Belgians are out in force tonight. We got Moose and we got Gilly here with me today. Belgian citizen. Belgium on top. <laughs> Maybe he's that uh, little red dot I was telling you about. It probably is. It could be. Shout out to Gilly. 15 months. That's insane. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. So, we talked about we could we could go on and on and on about 2042. I know we can. But we won't delve in that too much because everyone knows how much of a disaster that is. I want to focus on you. So, I want you to give me like a little rundown of your FPS history because I know you've been playing Battlefield for a while. So, did it all start with Battlefield or did you start somewhere else and kind of transition into Battlefield? So, give me a bit of a history, a history of Moose. I think it started with, like, I was four or five years old watching my dad play, like, those old World War II shooters like Call of Duty 1, Mall of Honor. Um, like, playing in the evening, I was just sitting next to him, watching him play, and then 
sometimes if you went to the toilet and he paused the game, I just unpause the game and just <laughs> continue the mission for him. Oh. I think the first first time I actually played a game, I think it was nine. I played Medal of Honor: Allied Assault on his PC for like twenty minutes. I was like, "Oh, this is way too difficult," and he was like playing easy difficulty. And was like, "Nah, man, what's this? It's like real war or something." Um, I think I kind of continued watching him play until like I was allowed to play myself, and I like played like the same games as he did like Far Cry 2, Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, Medal of Honor Pacific Assault, Call of Duty 1, Call of Duty 2, um, Battlefield 1942 which he bought in 2014 which is <laughs> 12 years after release. A little, little bit light there, a little bit light to the party. <laughs> All um, playing everything like offline games like no multiplayer wasn't really interested in it. Yeah. And then like my best friend at the time when he went to high school, he got a PlayStation um, from his parents. And I think he bought, he also received Battlefield 4 with it. So if I went over to his place, like we'd often play Battlefield 4 on the PlayStation 4. And then I was like, yeah, you know, this, this game's pretty fun. Like how about I uh, ask myself for my birthday? And then in 2016, I, Got Battlefield 4. I started playing and I was like, this game is way too hard. Like, what is this? <laughs> These people are insane. They are cheating. Like, there's no way yep. you're good. Yeah, I feel and that. And then I played this, the campaign of Battlefield 4, which I don't Controversial opinion. I like it. It's not as bad as some people say. Um,. Hey, here's a fun then, fact. I've never played a Battlefield campaign. I've played, like, most of the Battlefields, all multiplayer, but I've never played the campaigns. Most of the campaigns are not good. Like, Bad Company 2 campaign is, like, really fun. Like, to play even to this day. But, uh... I should do that. I should get about it. I should, I, should okay. do, I should play some. Fuck it. I'm looking for any yeah. FPS game to play right now that isn't, like, any of the mainline... Multiplayer FPS because yeah. they're all fucking shit. You know, these days I still sometimes play Call of Duty 2. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with going back hardest, to the oldies. The hardest difficulty trying to get through the game, like suffering every single second of it. <laughs> I'm currently um, playing um, Black Ops 1 on Veteran because I've never played on a keyboard and mouse. So I'm going through that again. No. I've played that campaign dozens of times on my old 360. Oh, I love that game. Oh, I finished playing it. But yeah, I might have to go back and play some of the old ones. Like the old Battlefields. Like, Fuck they it. were made to, it. with passion. Like, they were made to be fun. You know, to enjoy. Well, Just like all the old FPS games, man. <laughs> um, yeah, all the Battlefield 4. And then Christmas came around in 2016. And I was like, was the era they were still like these playing these game trailers on TV, like during the breaks. I saw uh, an ad for Battlefield 1. I was like, whoa, like this is it. This looks cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy Battlefield 1 with the money I got for Christmas. And then uh, I started playing on the, uh, the, <laughs> the family PC downstairs, like total wreck. I had a 
I didn't even know how that thing is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a real gamer if you, um, play, if you have a game on the family. Yeah, PC. exactly. Playing at that. What, what's around 15 FPS? 720p with 60 ah. FPS. Hey, I'll play with an old CRT monitor. That's where I started on Look, PC. I wasn't good at it. I was um, I was dying a lot, dying every minute. But uh, I still didn't play that much games except for Friday evening when I got from school. Um, and so you weren't like a probably... big, big time gamer growing up, were you? No, absolutely not. No. I only changed like a couple of years ago. Really? Um, yeah. So you kind of missed out on like the golden age of gaming. I, I'm so sorry. I to say missed that out to you, on the golden era of gaming. I was also born two years too late, like to be. Is that? Can I ask how old you are, or is that like weird? I'm 20. I'm uh, born in 2002. So. 2002 is too late, motherfucker. You were eight when Black Ops came out. Yeah, you I were. Wasn't. You were chilling. I was 10. I was 10 playing yeah. <laughs> like Call of Duty campaigns. But Wonder why I'm so fucked my, in the head. <laughs> I guess my interests were like someone else. I've been just a big nerd my whole life. It's only recent. I've kind of like done the flip reverse. So you started off as not not as much of a gamer and now you become a gamer. I'm the opposite. I was like yeah. way into gaming. Now I'm just fucking not over it. It's just my passion is the FPS. And the FPS genre is dying, so I'm just I'm panicking. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's a bad time for everyone. Have you seen um the Fortnite FPS mode leaks? No, I haven't. You haven't? Uh, damn, it's that's going, interesting. It's going around on Twitter at the moment. Um someone leaked like they so they went to save the world, which is Fortnite single player mode. And they had like a first person option and they went back to regular Fortnite and like there's a bug where you can go into first person mode or something like that. Don't know the, the whole thing of it. But yeah, apparently Fortnite is going to be coming out with a first person mode and it, and it looks fucking great. It looks fantastic. I encourage you all to go on Twitter and just, just type in the search yeah. bar Fortnite first person. It looks so good. And if you incorporate all the movement mechanics that Fortnite has, like you've used... Imagine... Just having an SMG and you use the hammer and then you're flying in the air in first person mode and you just brrr, you just track someone. Oh my god, it's gonna it's gonna be so good. If they pull it off, if they actually release a first person Fortnite, holy shit. That's gonna be so fun. Uh, Catch me playing Fortnite every day. Actually be fun. Like, it looks so you, good. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of Battle Royale games, but first person's Fortnite. Well, you don't have to be into um, Battlefield. No, Battlefield, fuck. What am I, what am I talking about? Don't have to be into ba- uh, Battle Royales to enjoy Fortnite because there's all that creator mode now. So people are making... Like, one of the first-person Fortnite clips I saw was someone made Rust in Fortnite and they were playing Rust. It looked, so, it looked fucking awesome, man. I hope, it's, I hope it's real and not just some crazy mod or whatever. If they bring it to Fortnite, I'm all for it, but... Please, for the love of God, give us an FOV slider. Oh, I yeah, can't be bothered like... to play at 55 FOV all the time. I'm way past that 
I'm playing Max FOV in every, almost every single game I play. Yeah, man. And then going back to like the small window you have. Nah, <laughs> not a fan of it. Yeah, the um the Fortnite first person leaks, uh, I swear, are in sixty FOV. Like it looks, it looks really slow, which is the unfortunate part. But surely that never is like a please. Mm. I mean, they could be pulling this off because, uh, like, I sometimes play with my brother, and they have like a few ARs which have, which have like a red dot scope, and it's like you can ADS, but it's like fifty-five FOV. So yeah, the the red can't see a lot, but. Speaking of Fortnite, when that game came out, it was uh, 2018, end of 2017 that it came out. Yeah, I think it was the end of 2017. It started to go yeah. absolutely crazy. I was like still playing Battlefield 1. I got Call of Duty World War 2. Uh, I think the same time I started playing Fortnite. Um, and then I like kind of left Battlefield One for a bit and started playing Fortnite with my friends from school, and everyone was talking about it. You know, like the most played game yeah. in the world at the time. It was nuclear, arguably the most popular game of all time. That was <laughs> literally mainstream. All the popular kids at school, I remember, like we're talking about it, saying like, "Oh yeah, we're playing Fortnite last night." Like these are the kind of cuts that play two K. Or underage drink. That there's no in between. Either they played the latest two K, <laughs> they underage drank, and they played football. But they're all talking about Fortnite. It was so mainstream. Every bit of media was Fortnite. It was on the news. It was like in in popular ads. Like brands were running Fortnite for some reason. It was so nuclear. I don't it think any there. game is ever going to reach the peak that Fortnite reached. No. And it's one of the reasons it was so popular was because like it's a cartoon game, right? So it's not like the graphical shit you have in Call of Duty with like blowing off limbs. Yeah, good point. It was more of a mainstream. It was way more popular. Appeal. Like even kids to this day, like eight, nine year olds I know, they play Fortnite. Oh yeah. And that game is, it's six years old in September of this year, which is. Absolutely crazy. Holy shit. Making me feel old. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, it was fun. Like, first six, seven seasons. Like, when people really hadn't figured out building. You know, like, cranking 90s. Like, oh, in five off. seconds, having built a skyscraper. Ugh. And... That killed Fortnite as, for 90% as soon as of the playbase. People start, yeah, as soon as people started, like, figuring out the building... I was like, nah, I'm I'm over it. Like, just well, it's sad because like new players have like no chance, and even with the like skill based matchmaking, you had it's just, it was not it was not really fun. So then I went back to Battlefield, and, and then it was like summer 2018. And then Battlefield 5 was close to releasing. So I was like, yeah, you know, 
I've already played two battlefields. So why not play like another one? And I like, I pre-order Battlefield Five. I know never pre-order a game unless you're a content creator and you make a living of it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I the hard I, way. I was. I was. <laughs> I was still a kid. I was. <clears throat> excuse me. I think I was sixteen at the time. And then came the beta and I was still playing at the family PC downstairs and it refused to run the Battlefield 5 beta. It Whoa. like straight it up like refused it was an to run old the beta. Computer. And it's I don't know, we we I think we bought it the same same time Battlefield 1 came out because the older one was like actually dying. Like I think my my dad paid five hundred euros for it. Then like, you know it's not supposed to run a triple A FPS game. You know? Yeah, especially something as detailed as like Battlefield Five. <laughs> they are very and demanding then, games. Like I was like, like still a complete blueberry at the time. I didn't know anything about PCs, and like turns out my like Nvidia drives were out of date. Like I hadn't updated them in like. A year or something, so of course it doesn't run the Battlefield Five beta. Yeah, and then the I think game it would have been came a out. Rocket ship trying to buddy just <laughs> launch the game. <laughs> something like that. And then Battlefield Five came out, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, come on from school like the 9th of November." And start playing Battlefield Five, like the PC running Battlefield Five at 1080p was a really bad experience. Like, like it was such a bad experience for like two months. Like I was so frustrating of dying all the time and not being able to shoot back. And I was like, my dad was walking past me at at a certain moment. And I was like, this fucking game. Like, let me play at a playable frame rate. I want to play this game, not die all the time because I and because I can't shoot back. And I was like, ah, and my dad, he heard it and was like, eh, you know, it's fine. I'll let you play on my PC, like PC which he built in 2013. Oh yeah, so I have a bit of guts to it. With an AMD graphics card, an R9 to 90, and a 3770. Oh, a 290 gig mm. with uh. 8 gigs. But, but I could play the game at 1080p at 65, 70 FPS. And I started clicking heads like right away. Like, I wasn't a big fan of playing Conquest in that game at that point. And I was just playing Squad Conquest. And I was like, like actually, like. Starting to top frag, like Ooh. some of my games. When like, he started, we're like, "Oh, I'm kind of breaking good at this." Breaking two K sometimes, and I, was, I kept playing um, Squad Conquest. Um, and that was at the time like where Battlefield Five comp was really alive. You know, like everyone was. Every team was playing 6v6 or 8v8 squad conquest. And like in EU, like you you were running so much into these guys all the time. Like at a 
a certain point I was like running into these guys, it's the same guys like over and over and over again. <laughs> like, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of playing on my own, you know, and just asking in the game chat, like if they were open to new players, like <laughs> Belfort 5 experience, right? Um, and it was like, they were like, yeah, you know, like, we don't know you. Like, we have to ask our clan leader. Yeah. And I was at the same time, I was like, really, you're like, interesting. Like, can you play, like, competitive in Battlefield 5? I didn't know it was a thing at the time. Um, and I like, just starting Googling things. And I came at the um, Discord link to the ESB Battlefield Discord. And I was like, yeah, that's interesting. So, and uh, let's see what the. Uh, Let's see what's uh, happening in here. I was looking like, like these guys were talking about things like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what is this? Like, these guys knew so much. They were so good at the game, and then I came in, complete blueberry. Blueberry. Like, <laughs> what? And then I was like scrolling through the like recruitment uh, channel, and I was like, I came across an invite from like the guys i met like i was keep kept running in over and over again and they were looking like for the new play players and i sent the guy a dm it was like yeah it's, it's fine you know just join discord and then <laughs> that's how i got got into the wolf pack more about that later um Ooh. yeah this is uh starting the playing pubs with these guys like Still, my daddy's PC with like 65 FPS, getting better and better. And then I think the I remember in January 2019 or 2020, he asked, like, Hey, we're looking for people to play for our comm team. Are you interested? And I was like, Yeah, I guess that's why I joined in the first place. And that's how I actually got into Belfort 5 comp. And the first game I played. Uh, was against I don't know I don't remember the team's name but I was first game I was a nobody and I was top fragging in that game Ooh, like who the fuck's this new guy hey <laughs> I came in I had like 28 kills at the end of the game 10 deaths so, like, these guys were like what what is he doing what the and fuck? I think that's one of the few games I actually went positive in a calm game like Starting from then, it all went like kind of downhill. You know, I, I kept on playing like new players in and out, new teams, like old teams disbanding. And I was like, that was at the time that Battlefield 5 didn't have custom games. So the so way work, then? we, the how we played comp is that we would queue for squad no, conquest game no fucking way no shot so Absolutely we actually not. yeah we actually you can still find vaults on the esb twitch channel of Holy like shit. teams load, loading <laughs> into a pub server with like trying to get a new one like they would queue all at the same time in order to get a server like you couldn't choose the map so you had to play whatever map they the server the gave fuck? you and there were times like random people would join and they would like politely ask comp players 
would politely ask public players to leave a public lobby because they were playing comp in a tournament. <laughs> hey guys, I we're I one... comp here. Can you just please fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> you get out. <laughs> and I think I played one game like that. And then they fi- finally gave us custom service with passwords. So we'd oh, actually good. play 6v6 without having to worry like randoms joining the game. And... But like, often if they if these randoms would join that like a comp game in a pub lobby they would like often leave because like they would see like what the hell is going on in there like <laughs> let's just get out we, we don't want this like they would get farmed over and over again man it sounds like early cod uh cod sorry early battlefield comp was just a pain in the fucking ass i i, I was i remember like people asking for custom service like every single day Good lord. <laughs> Did you have to buy yeah. servers back in the day? Uh, in all the Belfield games you had, you could buy like Troy EA, but you also had like third party servers. What the fuck? Which in Battlefield 4 is like, is the reason the only game is like, the game is alive like 10 years after release because it has custom third party servers with all these plugins you can enable. Well, you say alive, but uh, at least in OCE. As far as I'm aware, if you try to play Battlefield 4, you're either playing Siege of Shanghai 24-7, you get kicked by an angry old man who you kill, who's an admin, or you play, like, um, Meat Locker or whatever it is, and it's just that. It's only those two maps. And you get yeah. kicked if you do any anywhere. If you either kill an admin or you do good, you're kicked. Bye. Gone. Also, Syfy, we need minutes on the battlefield. Hey, I w- I'm open to it because... I need, I'm I'm broadening I'm broadening my spectrum of FPS. All right, I'm expanding the horizon. I'm trying different things when I want hey, to yeah. because you no know, may, maybe in 2024 when the new Belfield game comes out. Oh yay! It's only <laughs> way too far away for me to care. Uh, and then yeah, and then it was January 2020, like new reports from like china there was a new virus like rapidly spreading and like people didn't know it was coming from and like was so many people getting contaminated and then february i think my brother went to skiing to with school in the italian alps like a village away from where the hotspot of the eu covid oh no expansion was i don't think he came like, I think he came home with it, but he wasn't sick from it. He's um, the reason Europe died. <laughs> it was him. It was him all along. No, I, I don't think they, they, none of them on the school trip got it, but like, because they were like, the villagers were isolated. But then it was March, and like, the panic was getting real, and like, people were yeah. like freaking out. And like, I remember I played a com game on Thursday. And we were talking about it um, in the post-briefing. And we were like, yeah, they're going to close everything down, don't they? And then, like, I quit the PC. I just went to my parents who were watching, like, a press conference from our prime minister. And at the time, right, that they said, we're closing everything. Like, schools are closed from Monday. That's when it was like, what the fuck? And like, we had nothing to do. Like, schools were closed. 
teachers were they had no idea how they could like give us teachers new things like maths, English, Latin, like everything was closed until after the Easter break, like a month and a half later. Yeah. And I mean, in the meantime, like what did people do? They started playing video games. Like, I think that's also one of the reasons like Warzone got oh, so big because Absolutely. everyone was sitting at home. No one had to do like, anything. What the fuck else do we do? It's just lucky Warzone dropped and it was so different to the traditional COD formula that people were initially they're like, oh, Warzone, this is different. I'm invested in this. This is pretty cool. I'm going to try this out. And as they were going through that thought process, COVID hit. They're like, well, not, not only am I going to try this out, I've got fucking all the time in the world. Let's just play it. And then it went not not Fortnite nuclear, but it went pretty fucking thermobaric. It was pretty huge. I mean, Warzone yeah. is a massive success. Whether you love it or hate it, it's been the most beneficial thing for Call of Duty ever in its entire history. Yeah, Warzone literally is I, on top. I had bought 20, Modern Warfare 2019 for my birthday. So I was kind of mixing it sometimes with Battlefield 5. Well, like, it was a be- another battle royale. I was not a f- fan of it. So I kept playing Battlefield 5 comp. And like in the summer, I had my first job as, as a student. And I had enough money to buy a PC. So I bought my own PC. Like right at right at the right time because like my daddy's PC like he was struggling with keeping up with the constant Battlefield Five updates. Um, like where I could play like seventy five FPS when I started, like it was only like barely scraping sixty. I was happy with new PC. <laughs> like I was playing like Battlefield Five at forty forty p at one hundred twenty FPS, and I was happy about Ooh, with it. Yeah. Um. I mean, still playing comp. Um, I think, and then I went to uni. Like, it kind of died down. Um, like I was still playing like scrims every week, but not as much as before during COVID. Yeah. Um, and then the new COVID variant struck, and they closed everything down again. So it's like now November twenty twenty. I was. St- back at home again like following classes from home and i was like damn yeah like playing belford 5 comp again and then they got support for belford 5 like i think that a lot they dropped last update with the all march map and then they said yeah we're cutting support because the game is not what it is and again yeah people are getting the ball real bad People are growing tired of it, like with the, all the, all the unwanted changes, like three TTK changes between 2018 and 2021. That's a good they, way to completely fuck it all because people at, get used to one oh, thing and they change it. They're like, "What is going on?" At one point, the FG42, an LMG in eight millimeter Mauser, had a, a five to thirteen bullet to kill. Fuck it, which is. Absolutely insane because at the time they in comp they banned the BR M1918, so like all the support players would play the FG42, and then the FG42 was like 30 bullets killed past 15 meters, and we they were like, "What? What? The, what are they? What are they doing?" 
what are they doing at days? Probably explain why they, at, the, at the time I tried Battlefield Five. I was like, what the fuck? How do I kill people? That probably explains it. Yeah, the same thing with the 1907 as if it's like a 21 round mag at 750 RPM. Like, you drain it so fast, and like, there's no way you can kill two people past 20 meters with it. Like, it was so bad. It was my most used gun at the time, and it was so bad. Like, this is how? Why? What? And then they kind of reverted it, but like, they kind of rechanged the TTK. But that was also the time they decoupled the recoil from the center of your screen and added recoil, spread the recoil conversion. So your gun would, like, the ZK would make figures eight. Like, and you couldn't control oh, it yeah. at all Wasn't because you never random... know when it would start. Wasn't it random recoil in Battlefield 5? Yeah. That's a fucking disaster. That, that's, God, one of, that. That, that's one of the things that killed the game. But, like, also a cheat story. Like, because it was so anti cheat, you would see more and more and more of these hyping. Chinese cheaters in your EU lobbies at 10 in the morning. And I then, just... like, Sorry, April was April when, um, like, they dropped the trailer for 2042. Like, we're kind of speculating at that point, like, what is it going to be? Like, we had leaks um, that was going to be set in the near future. Again, like, Battlefield 4, we were all, like, hyped. Yay, you know, new Battlefield game. New modern Battlefield, uh, finally, after, like, yeah. what, five years Focus, of waiting? Focus is going to be so happy he can get off Battlefield 4 <laughs> at at last, after, like, so many years of flying the Nightbirds. And then they dropped the trailer, and we were, like, all, like, hyped, you know, they did a Rendezook. And we were like, whoa, bug, they did a Rendezook in the trailer. And then the... um. Then the pre-orders went live, and of course, I pre-ordered that game because if I could start playing the game two weeks earlier and like get off Battlefield 5 as soon as I can, that's completely fine. I well worth the 30 extra euros. And then the beta came. And then there was a month delay between the release and then game released at last and and then, then it here was we are. all downhill. You <laughs> all know what happened. It was sad. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up some little interesting stats here, right? November 2021. I'm on Steam charts, by the way. This is, the, this is where the stats are coming from. November 2021, Battlefield 2042. Average players, 51,299. At its peak, 100,000. But peak doesn't matter, right? Average players on launch month. This is just on Steam, so this is not this. This doesn't include Origin and console. It's just Steam. But here's a good. It Steam gives a good metric. Average players November twenty twenty one, fifty one thousand two hundred ninety nine. Average players December twenty twenty one, twenty thousand. January twenty twenty two, average players seven thousand eight hundred. That is so. I went the from game. a sixty percent drop. From November to December to a further sixty percent drop. It yeah, dropped like ninety percent. Battlefield. Oh my god. Battlefield games are always kind of hot on release. Like they have like a lot of players, but like it drops off like for so many reasons. Like Battlefield Four was beyond unplayable because the the game was so buggy at oh, launch. Yeah. Like 
PC could barely play Battlefield 4. Battlefield 1 was like was the best release for for Battlefield game ever because it was set in oh, World War One and like one so no one had ever done like a world triple A World War One FPS game like and they fucking nailed it in my opinion. And then with Battlefield 5, like they, they did <laughs> the, the original launch trailer for Battlefield 5, like people are like, what are you? That was the first time, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't rewrite history. Yes, like, Stop. Bionic that. arm lady with blue war paint on her face. Like, what what is this? Like, and yeah. then one of one of the guys that died said, if you don't like it, don't buy it. The people were like, Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We won't buy it. And <laughs> Battlefield 5 kind of had a bad release. Yep. Yeah, Battlefield Five. Well, I remember watching the launcher. Uh, the launcher. The fuck. I remember watching the trailer. I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I don't. I'm not a fan of rewriting history, um, unless it's in a super like fantasy, fantasies, fa- fa- hmm. super like, fantasy sense, Belf- like Wolfenstein or something, mm-hmm. way out of proportion, unrealistic. But just doing it for a bit of fun. But if you're trying to like promote a World War Two game. But with rewritten history, but still like this is World War Two. This is what it was like. No, it fucking wasn't. And don't you dare say it was. And don't you dare try to rewrite that history. Yeah. Just because you I want to be they, a little bit more woke. Fucking quit it. With Battlefield One, people are a bit more forgiving because like it wasn't as well known for like the majority of the people as World War Two, right? Because like many had granddads that would like have fought in World War II, but like World War One, everyone, all the vets are dead already. So yeah, and like there were so many more historical events that happened mm-hmm. in World War like, Two, and that people like, know of. They kind of had the freedom in Battlefield One, like to do what they want, like add all these wonky weapons, <laughs> like um, like the prototype Thompson submachine gun they would ship out. That was at the point of shipping out to Europe. When they signed when they signed the armistice in nineteen eighteen, so that didn't happen. But like the kind of diesel punk thing of Battlefield One was like attracted a lot of people, a lot of casual people, but it threw off so many like good players because the game was like there was no skill gap. Like, it was so casual. You had like the sweet spot mechanic. You could one shot by snipers in the chest from one hundred fifty meters away. Yeah. And there's nothing you could do about it. And then you had... Um, Which is realistic, I guess. I mean, yeah. if you want to go for a simulation, see, I suppose. See, do you, do you want to be a realistic game? Like, don't add, like, all these self-learning rifles. Don't make them available to everyone. Like, yeah, the French exactly. actually used CRC, like, in limited numbers in at the end of the war. But that's it. Like you have like so many self-loading rifles in that in that game, so many submachine guns, while only the MP18 was like actually ever used in big numbers. So if you want to make it realistic, like do it like beyond the wire, like a milsim, but that's not Battlefield. So exactly, you have to make like a, a sandbox FPS game. Look, honestly, but it, considering the the odds that were stacked against them, if they want to do a World War One setting, I think they pulled it off pretty well. Because like it's not accurate. It is like we all know that it's not accurate to World War One, but it's a it's a good kind of representation mm-hmm. of what it could have like what it was. But you have to maintain yeah. that 
playability. Like if you're going super world war one realistic, that's you're not going to be able to fucking play that game. You're going to be yeah. That's just like it's unplayable. So they're like they but- kind of kept realism, but also made it like gaming friendly. Mm-hmm. If that makes I'm- any sense whatsoever. I'm kind of a World War II buff, but like I didn't know that much about Battlefield World War One at the time. But like you had these codexes in Battlefield One, or these all these stories that like would be told at the beginning of an operation, and like most of what I know from World War One, I, I learned through Battlefield One. Well, there you go. So it, it was kind of educational. Like I think one of the purposes of the game was to like to educate people a bit more on World War One. Hey, it worked for me too. I had no idea. But, that was also at the time, like, that DICE was starting to miss the ball. Like, they removed the slide from... Basically removed the slide from the game. You can still do it, but it's so useless, and it's getting it's going to get you killed way more than it actually saves you. And it all happened because... Two moment. People at the time were complaining about it on the Reddits. Oh, and classic Reddit complainers. That's one of the things... You need to watch out for as a game dev. Like, watch out who you listen to. Like, it's fine for to ask people for feedback on Reddit. Excuse me. But also ask f- feedback to like the good players who know what they're doing. Because at the time, like they had a, a made a Battlefield One game incursions for competitive play. They should have asked those guys what to do with the game. Like, yeah. Like, like I know, I kind of get you want to like nerve the slide because like you have your casuals complaining about it, but then you have the sweet spot in the game which already numbs down the skill gap so much. And I think that kind of learned from Battlefield One, and they like skill gap in Battlefield Five was substantially bigger. Like there were so many ways to outplay your opponents. Like when even when they added like the manual lean. Like it opened so many new opportunities, like the slides, you could like jump shoots, like it did it not have the foundation. Air... It had a good foundation. Like the movement in Battlefield 5, I think, is one of the best ever in a video game. The really? crouch, the in slide a, was a... so smooth, like you Ooh. could actually change Rex while sliding. Like the vaulting over like two meter objects was kind of wonky sometimes. It would grab, sometimes it wouldn't. Um, and I think like for a skill gap in the next Battlefield game, if they um, mix like Battlefield Five slides with the Battlefield Four like air strafing, we're gonna see insane clips like of people like Ooh, yeah. Out- Outplaying one guy, outplaying 12 people, shooting at him, not being able to hit him because the guy is like crouching and like changing directions midair and like killing you. Um, yeah, but you know that's never gonna happen. It's never gonna. It's never gonna happen. I, I mean, Belfort Five was bad. Twenty forty two is bad. Like, well, twenty forty two is can't... worse than Belfort Five. I forgot to mention mention this before. I said I was looking at the Steam chart. So I, sorry, I, I just want to interrupt real quick because I found this. This blew me away before when I checked it like ten minutes ago. So Battlefield twenty forty two, um, its peak 
Average, average players, um, yeah, it's been like just them. abysmal, right? But the last 30 days, the average players, 6,892. This is on Steam. Yeah. Battlefield 5, average players, is double that. 16, nearly 17,000 for Battlefield 5 that, compared to their brand new title that they love and actually, fucking... Oh, my God. That's actually easy to um, explain, like... Battlefield always had like its own platform origin. Now the oh, EA by the way, it's way more than double. Holy shit! My bad. Um, but like with twenty forty two was the first time like Battlefield would go back again on Steam. Like it was also it was reaching way more people than before. I think the majority of like um the Battlefield players are still playing through Origin or the EA app. Yeah. Even so, like, even though some people switched to um. Steam because like Origin is so wanky sometimes and like Steam is kind of like I would, I would not say perfect but it works so much better than Origin. But like if you have remember. all your games at Steam, you also can remember that Battlefield Five didn't launch on Steam. No, it didn't. They, and they Battlefield Twenty Forty Two did. So they like, released a game on Steam. I think at the same time, the twenty forty two beta dropped, so Battlefield Four, Battlefield Three, Battlefield mm. One, Hardline would all go on Steam. But the reason Battlefield Five has so many players right now <laughs> is because it's insanely popular in Asia for some reason. Really? Um, it is, and I only found out of that a few days ago. But oh, the game has no anti cheat, so every uh, yeah. every cheater is just like playing in asia like it has so many it, how many players is that right now like seventeen thousand or something like uh right now there's about nine thousand there's 24 hour peak that was 16 or oh, fifteen thousand yeah. six hundred. there is no way na and eu have those oh, numbers sorry. of players so like, that's that's 2042 sorry my bad battlefield 5 um Playing an hour ago, twenty three thousand at twenty four hour peak, thirty five thousand. I can load a Battlefield Five right now, and still look five minutes for an infantry server. Um. See, yeah, that's also the thing they added Battlefield to the Game Pass. So, like you have a lot more people, and also gaming also on Steam. Battlefield Five went on Steam sale Christmas, like. There is so many new players in Battlefield 5. That's one of the reasons I went back when I got my Skypad is to like, farm aim clips because Mars Input 24 2 is broken. Oh, like, if all these 5. new players that I new to the game that don't know how it works, that you can just throw smoke, push through the smoke, and like end up behind 15 people and like oh. in the cracked, cracked aim clip. But like, cheaters are also like so rampant. Like, the last time I went to was on Battlefield Five, trying to get clips. I had, I, I'm not kidding. There was one server that had seven blatant rage hackers, like, oh, and God, I, so many more wall hacking probably. Like yeah. you don't know. And Battlefield <laughs> One's really bad for that. Battlefield One is not a playable experience whatsoever in ACA. No, like and- it is literally not playable. They apparently found a new exploit, the cheaters in Battlefield 1. They could like they can just kick you out. They can take over control of the cheaters uh, over the oh. server and kick oh, everyone cool. out. Fun. Uh, that's uh, that's something new. And like EA is not doing anything about it because it's an old game and they don't care. Yeah. But like if you look at the numbers, 
they have to know like the older Battlefield games have way more players than 2042. Yeah, that's a good point. Why focus on something that you don't need to focus on? Just let it die. Anyway, yeah. this has been fantastic. And I know for a fact that you and I could talk about this for fucking hours because I, I'm not even all in on the Battlefield conversation right now. Like I could be, there could be so much more we could cover, but we're going to have to pencil that for another day because as I said, we're going to have to keep this somewhat short today, unfortunately, because, because I got work early in the morning and I'm sure you got stuff to do today. So we're going to get into our main event, the best part of the show, right? So the desert island FPS. So Moose, you're on a cruise ship. You're chilling, right? Oh, you, God. You're, you're with your family. You're having a great time. Maybe not with your family. You're by yourself, right? Because you don't want your family. To, and never mind. Moving on. You're on a cruise ship. You're chilling. Ah, oh, boom. Crash. You fucking sink. You're the only survivor. You swim to a little desert island. On the desert island, there's a little uh, cafe, right? This cafe is internet. And it's like a time-shifting cafe. Woo. So you have three FPS games on this computer that's in there that you have to choose from. Now, in each of these games, they are as populated as they were during their prime. So say, for example, you choose Black Ops 1. It's 2010 numbers. Okay, so Desert Island FPS, you have three games to choose. What is game number one and why? Um, I'm going to say Battlefield 3. I never, I played Battlefield 3 for like 20 hours. I got, I bought the game in like in 2020. I didn't play that much because the game has aged not that well. But at its peak, I think it must have been so much fun for everyone. So it's still regarded as the best Battlefield game to this day. Yeah. I wish I'd buy it during this peak. So uh, I'm going to say Battlefield 3 for the first one. Um, Popular choice amongst Battlefield fans, that's for sure. For the second one, I'm going to say Modern Warfare 3. Oh, Not yes. Too. That's my Modern shit, Warfare man. <laughs> because I, I played a campaign. I like I played like every now and then in the in Plutonium, in the Plutonium clients. Yeah. Um, and like even at its peak, like it was a time people were just having fun, you know, trash talking each other in SND, like people dropping nukes left and right. Oh, my God. Yeah, Modern like, 3. Go- oh my god. The golden dude, era of game. FPS games, you know? Yeah, that's kind, the kind of sad I missed out on that. Yeah, man. I played Modern Warfare 3 back in the day during its prime. Oh my god. It's my it to this day my most played um multiplayer Call of Duty. Actually maybe 2019 is now. But that's the most fond memories. That's when I hit my peak on controller. Well, I was fucking like what? 12 years old playing that, mm-hmm. doing quick scoping with the MSR. Gold MSR, MP- MSR, MP7, nothing else. Oh, and ACR as well. But man, those, those are the days. I fucking love Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer. It's definitely my like probably my favorite COD apart from Black Ops. Black Ops is my favorite COD. No one will ever, no one, no, no game will ever overtake Black Ops 1 for me. But yeah, Modern Warfare 3, super, just uber good choice, dude. Making me, oh, man, it's making me reminisce. I love it. Good choice. Solid choice. Mm-hmm. And then, like, last game I'm going to say CSGO. <laughs> uh, something we, di- 
That's not something we did talk about maybe another day, but I'm going to say CSGO. CSGO? Any particular reason yeah. or you just enjoy it? I actually have more hours in CSGO than Battlefield 5. Oh, shit. So he ain't a and fucking I, Battlefield player. He's a CSGO player. And I, you wait till the I, end of the show to I, tell I, me I, this? I, I, started, I started playing at the same time, like maybe two months before when CSGO went free to play. That's when I started playing. So, Well... I can't believe you waited to the end of the show to tell me that. <laughs> so that's going to be... That will pencil that for the next next time, I guess. Holy shit. Yeah, CSGO, um, quite a few people that I've had on the show have actually chosen CSGO. And it seems to be a correlation between good but players and having played CSGO in the past. The, the, the game is... Like, it's, it's not perfect. Perfect game doesn't exist, but it's near perfect. It's, it's pretty good. I have a bit of time with CSGO. I mean, if you're good at keyboard and mouse... 99% chance that you've played CSGO in the past. We all have. I mean, I've, I mean, I played CSGO for the first time in like 2016, I think 2016, when I started playing a little bit of keyboard and mouse. And then I went back to console. And then I started, and then I think it was in 2020 where I was so sick of Warzone. I was like, I don't play CSGO. And for like a month, all I played was CSGO. And like, I know a month isn't a long time, but when I played, when I've worked full time and went to the gym, I still managed to squeeze in like four or five hours of CSGO a day. Like, I got the hours up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I like a bit of CSGO. Yeah, what Saifi says, like, I think Focus was talking about this in one of his streams. He had like $5,000 in CSGO. Whoo. Dark Horn. Uh, Counter-Strike punished every bad FPS habit. To be competent in CS, you have to be at least above average in every other FPS. I do agree. However, it's not entirely an aim-based game. You have to know every fucking rotation, every play, Map every recall. It's a very... It's more than just aiming. What was that? There's so much to learn in this game. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I think you have... No one has fully mastered the game except maybe simple... Or like the professional players that have like twenty thousand hours in that game. That's tr- yeah, true. I, and, and they like, still find they still find new lineups every single day for smokes and flashes. So yeah, man, it's just a big sandbox. I mean, there's only a certain amount of maps and certain amount of guns, but there are billions of different ways you can play each fucking round. I mean, there's and you never know what the fuck's gonna happen. CS:GO also peaked. Above one million during COVID, and like it had it had oh. its max peak in I think April of twenty twenty. Jesus, like, and that's beep, beep. eight years after release. The game is the game is no the game is like eleven years old this day, uh, this year. Eleven? It released. Oh my god! It's eleven Aug- this year. Holy shit! <laughs> it yeah. released in August twenty twelve. I think it. That's it. Beep, it's insane. Like the game is still popular like i don't know any other game that is as popular as csgo maybe except for runescape or league or like but those are not fps games csgo has been like the most consistent fps game over the years dude you're right i'm looking at the steam charts like the all-time player base of csgo and for the past 10, nearly 11 years, it's on. An, it's still on an incline. Its all-time peak 
1.3 million, right? That's, as he said, during COVID. So everyone was at home. And its 24-hour peak is still 1.0, like it is nearly 1.1 million. That's nearly at its all-time peak still. Like its average players in the last 30 days has been 725,000 people playing a day. Now its peak in the last 30 days, 1.2 million. That is so many people. That's, it's it's actually mental like a foul if they're still able to pull this off. Did something like, big happen to CSGO in January? Because it had a plus 15% gain in players in January this year. Uh, no, like most of the big tournaments, like oh. right now, I think today, uh, Kato, I am Katowice starts. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and um, you can see here in the Steam... Uh, you can't see this uh, in the stream or anything. I'm just looking at it myself. Uh, March 2020 had a 23% rise in players. And then moving on to April, it's plus 27.8% from that. And that went from... So, let's say December, late 2018, about 400,000, 400,000. 2019, you're looking at about 400,000. And then 2020, it jumps to 800,000 in April 2020. COVID, that's when it hit its peak uh, at 1.3 million players. And that must have been like everyone played this new game because they're at home. And they're like, oh, well, this is really good because it never goes below 500,000 after that. No. 20, late that- 2020, you're at 700,000. 2021, 700 at the lowest, 500,000. And... And that's still going up. Oh my god! Maybe I, I think one of the reasons again. is is because the game is free to play. In if you go back all the way to like the dip in 2018, like you can see it's player count is increasing again in September when they release the game for free. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, you, play. You, uh, new that players like then, yeah. dropping off, but like I think they saw how popular Fortnite was because it was free to play. And then they figured, like, hey, maybe let's just do the same. And I don't think CSGO is going to die in the nah, anytime soon. Absolutely like, not. There's so many rumors about the game being ported to Source 2. Um, like, basically, can happen any day. That's what most people are saying. So. And Man, then, I kind of want to play CS again. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, we're going to have to leave it there. Yeah. Moose, this has been Thank an you. absolute pleasure, man. Uh, we have never have a we've never had a conversation in a VC before and just like every other guest I've had on, we just click. Like it's it's been great. Every, this has been an absolute pleasure, man. You've been awesome to talk to. And I I I know for a fact that you're an awesome guy. That's why I reached out to you because you've always been really supportive to people on Twitter always been a very positive person to have within the timeline so thank you for reaching out and thank you again for fucking dealing with the whole audio (laughs) delay bullshit i'm so sorry to drag you through that and thank you very much for being patient with me and rescheduling for today it's been an absolute pleasure so what i'm going to do now is i'm going to plug away at my stuff for a little bit and then I'm going to just give you the stage to plug away your shit. So if you enjoyed the show, it is streamed every week on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Aussie Menace. 
keep up to date with me on Twitter. I'm very big on, not very big on Twitter, but like I spend most of my time on Twitter. That's at Aussie Menace TTV. TTV cringe, I know, so I can't talk to the Aussie Menace at, leave me alone. At FPCS Podcast on Twitter, which is also uploaded to YouTube, just FPCS Podcast on YouTube. It's available. You, you're listening on an app, so I don't have to fucking tell you where it is because you're here already if you're listening on the app, which most of my listeners come from. So share it the fuck around. Also, discord.gg slash Revisect. That's discord.gg slash R-E-V-O-S-E-C-T. It's also streamed here live if you want to listen to just the audio and not watch the video. We have a FPCS podcast channel in the Discord. 20,000 people strong in the Discord, by the way. I really want that channel to start growing and I want people to start talking in it. So if you have anything you want to say about the show, you want to fucking talk about the show, feedback, or you have an idea of who to get on, just join discord.gg slash Revisec and just go into the FPCS podcast channel and start chatting shit. I don't care what it is. I just want to see some activity in there. That'll make my day. And you can converse with me too. So if you message, if you talk, uh, you know, want to talk to me, just reach out in that chat and I'll fucking, I'll talk to you. So if you're listening and you're not kind of involved in the whole AIM community and the FPS creator community, don't be afraid to join that channel, join that Discord and just have a chat. We're all here for a good time. We're all friendly. We're not going to bite unless you say Modern Warfare 2 is good, then I'm going to fucking punch you in the head. But hey, much love. Now, Moose, this is your chance to do exactly what I did. So everyone, forget what I just said. Listen to what's about to come up. Moose, good um, time to shine, buddy. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, MooseFPS. I shit post every day. <laughs> yeah. I post uh, correct aim clips from time to time. Follow me on Twitch, channel Moose. I don't stream a lot, but when I do, it's all based on party. Uh, else? I'll subscribe to my YouTube, maybe, in case I drop another montage in six months. <laughs> I don't know. We'll never know. Uh, uh, now, I think that's about it. About it. Well, if for some reason you can't spell Moose, all these links will be in the show notes anyway. So if you're on Spotify or whatever, just click expand details and there'll be a little description of the video and all the links will be there. Also on YouTube in the description. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube right now, down in the description, all these links will be there. Again, Moose, I really appreciate you being an old man. Uh, again, thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for dealing with my shit. I don't know how the fuck you dealt with my shit. You deserve a gold medal for that because I wouldn't be able to deal with my shit. <laughs> Moose, thank yeah, you very much. Ca- Everyone that's ca- listened, watched, thank you all very much for being here. You know, all, you all know I love you. Please share the show around. We, we want to grow. I want to get 100 fucking consecutive down. I want to get 100 down, uh, downloads per episode. That's my target for 2023. If we can get 100 downloads per episode, I'll be very happy. Share the fuck out of the show, all right? Much love, everybody. Thanks, Moose. Peace. Peace.